Welcome back to another Unmute Presents podcast. Happy Thursday. First of all, before we get into it, Michael here. On Tuesday, I made a mistake. People know that I'm the one who, well, if you listen to last Thursday's episode, I'm the one who publishes the episode that we record while we're live. And honestly, what happened is I had two similar, similarly named uh, episodes right next to each other, and my view was kind of changed to last modified date and not by name. So the one that I thought was first was actually second. So that happens, and uh, all I can say is it's been fixed now. So if you heard Unmute present and it started out saying Blind Shell Classic, Go re-listen to it, and you will get Marty and my content on Tuesday. Marty and I didn't record something, so I was talking with Demasi, who showed up on the show a couple of times, and said, hey, let's record something about social media today real quick. That way we can have a 15 to 30-minute piece of content uh, in the feed for you guys on Thursday. Hey, Demasi, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Have, have you made mistakes like what I did? Go on. Be, be oh yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 i mean i haven't well no actually i did i actually did what our old show the dm series i think i published the wrong episode or i no, i didn't publish the wrong episode i published audio with just me talking uh, and there yeah. were no you yeah we won't talk about those because <laughs> so i'm like oh i'm gonna move him over here and move him over here and then no one can hear me so yeah so, Demasi, I wanted to chat with you today about the current state of social media because I'm realizing my social media and the way that I'm treating it is slightly more different and, for me, more authentic. So, first of all, let's open up for people who don't know. What are your thoughts about social media and what do you use? Um, social media is the bane of my existence and I wish it were going. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so, social media, practically speaking, uh, I think has has served a large part of what people expected it to do, which is bringing you closer to people that are at a distance. I mean, me and you know each other because of the internet, which yep. is a part of where social media arises from. Um, my personal usage of social media over the past seven to eight years has severely dropped off, and I was never extraordinary at staying on it. Uh, I used to be more responsive than I have been. Um, and for me, it's not really any specific you know, thing other than just me reverting to my personality, which is, you know, get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, so today what I am using, um, I do a little YouTube watching. I don't, I, I, you know, have published some content to your YouTube channel. Uh, and go to payon.live to get that. And um, I'm starting to explore a little bit with Mastodon. Um, it's a, um, open, you know, more more open sort of type of Twitter quick messaging uh, service. So I'm starting to explore that a little bit. I have completely dropped off of Twitter. Uh, and honestly, it's because third-party apps are gone. And I just really have never cared for the official Twitter app at any point in time in its existence. So, you know, my, my initiation to Twitter was uh, TweetList, or oh. anybody remembers that app. Oh, was that on the iPhone? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Their big claim to fame back when it was released and when I started using is they gave you really easy tools and ways to manage a lot of Twitter lists, uh, which is why I was uh -huh. a very heavy Twitter list user uh, over the years. I graduated to Twitterific, but not at all the third party apps are gone. It's just that that's a network I'm not posting to, actively following, catching anything coming from. Um, 
But it wasn't but, sudden for you, though, was it? You you stepped no. back from Twitter a long time ago. I, I did. I, I usually kind of was just kind of in touch with Twitter just because of, you know, our prior show uh, mm-hmm. and, and being aware that people would sometimes send messages and include me in those mentions or whatever. And people would yeah. occasionally DM me. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I stayed in touch for those reasons. And occasionally I would jump in and just kind of browse and, and scroll through to see what was going on. And and so that was my usage. And that has been my kind of usage pattern for a while. Facebook, I've been off of Facebook since probably 2015. I think 2019 may have been the first year I didn't even log in to thank everybody for the birthday wishes that they posted on my wall randomly when I wasn't going to see them. Uh, and YouTube for me has always been more of a, well, early I don't say early YouTube, mid YouTube from when they existed. I say early 2010s, you know, around 2012, 2014. I did a lot more posting to YouTube. Uh, now for me, it's more consumption of YouTube uh, is what I would say. Reddit is a social network that I try to, hmm. why well, I consider it a social network that I try not to spend too much time on. It's very easy to get down a rabbit hole with Reddit. Yeah, yeah, it is. And Mastodon can become that way depending on who you follow. So for me, I'm using Twitter zero now. I don't remember my last tweet and I'm not going to go look it up. I didn't post a tweet that said, hey, I'm leaving Twitter. Because honestly, I didn't know I was leaving Twitter until I left Twitter. That's kind of how it happened for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, I've never declared anywhere. Like, hey, I'm right. done with this network. And no. I was like, no, I just stopped using it. And like you said, with Twitter, it was just more of a sudden, well, you know, my Twitter usage was just ended because you took away uh-huh. the apps that I was using. So. Yeah. The, the the couple of times I wanted to jump into Twitter to go browse through lists or see if someone mentioned me and say, hey, sorry, it took me three weeks to reply to you. You know, uh, I couldn't go into it. I opened it and said, error 403 forbidden or something. Like that. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Very ominous. Uh, so I did set up a Mastodon instance because I do like that ability to go in somewhere and I probably will get more into using Mastodon it on go in somewhere and just read through with the uh like what what people are posting and you know stuff like that just kind of like a newsfeed i probably need to get lear reset up honestly because i just realized i don't have it installed and that's what i missed is getting the latest news and i get that from twitter but i can get that from lear I have been using YouTube though, posting content of my own and then posting your content. And I mean, if anyone else wants to demo some stuff, reach out to us at feedback at unmute.show and we can talk about you posting content to the show or to the YouTube as well. But that's what I've been doing. And then someone commented on one of the videos. So uh, fully transparent because numbers are open. Like a lot of my videos that you or I do get between 20 and 100 downloads. And I know that's a big gap, but it really just depends on the content. Mm-hmm. Usually no comments. Um, Adrian has posted some content comments. So thank you to Adrian for posting comments. And that's what I was replying to today. And as I was replying to their message, I'm like, wait, I'm treating this like a social network like Facebook or Twitter because I posted content. No, it wasn't text. It was a video. And then that content received comments from people. And now I'm replying to those comments in text. And to me, it just seemed strange where we've come from when I've always had no problem with producing content or talking. But a lot of times it was forced to be text. And then, well, the world became very impersonal. Yep. Yep. So. What I find most interesting, and, and I'm curious to see how it plays out. Mastodon is interesting to me, and I've, I've followed a few people. I actually have just kind of started over, uh, mostly. Mm-hmm. 
uh, with Mastodon because not everybody that I followed on Twitter is on Mastodon. And I honestly needed to try to clean up some of my Twitter follows anyway. So yeah. we'll see how this yeah. goes. I'm interested to see how wide adoption it gets, how many people end up back on Facebook that maybe weren't as heavy using it because they were on Twitter. Uh, there's Instagram out there, of course. Uh, there's TikTok. Uh, I have a, well, an Instagram account exists. And if yeah. you know me, then you probably know how to find me on that Instagram account. I encourage you not to do so because I <laughs> nearly, I only set up that account primarily uh, so I will have my name there. And secondarily, because I was involved at one point in time, uh, it was early Clubhouse days, actually. Mm. Hey, what happened to Clubhouse? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was early go. Clubhouse days. And the way to communicate with people that you would meet in Clubhouse outside of Clubhouse Is was Instagram. Instagram direct messages. Yep. So, yep. Uh, now Clubhouse but, has direct messages and no one's in Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me let me rephrase that. There is a lot, and maybe maybe this is my mistake, but there's a lot of make money with chat GPT clubs, of course, because that's the hot thing right now. Well, see, so, you know, you also probably made the mistake of, of following or visiting yes. one of those. Yes. And the algorithm got you. It's like, huh, uh, you want to make money with chat GPT too, huh? <laughs> yeah, but I'm really curious to see where social media evolves me and you both listen to uh the double tap podcast and one thing that steven scott has been expressing as a concern for him and i i I can see his concern i'm not sure if it's going to become a big deal or not and i'm not sure that having a single network like twitter where everybody is even resolve that problem but one of his concerns is that as people start to drift apart into their own sort of little siloed bubbles of social media consumption that you're living inside of an echo chamber. You're not getting ideas that, you know, disagree or conflict with what you already think or what you know, right? And that is one advantage of social media. It's like YouTube is a great place, for example, right? Go to YouTube and, and you can learn <laughs> just about anything you want to learn on YouTube. And stuff there's you some don't things want you to. probably <laughs> don't want to read on or hear about on YouTube as well, but there's a lot of great content out there. Um I imagine it's probably still similar with Facebook. Facebook was a lot of that in the early days. I remember my time of Facebook that I remember best was when I would be in a new city and I would hop on Facebook and find out what was around me, uh, you know, what was going on, what what was what what was happening in this particular area, you know, mm-hmm. just to get a quick, you know, update and hanging out with people and being able to say, hey, me and this pe- me and this person are here together hanging out, you know, and then, you know, occasionally sometimes other people would be like, oh, well, how long are you guys going to be there? We're going to show up too, right? But this was 2011, 2012, right, right Facebook. Uh, Twitter for me was always, uh, like, I never got into the habit of using Twitter for my news. I've always been an RSS user. It's, I feel like yeah. the Mastodon, I feel like the, the original Mastodon people who started on it when it first was released in, what, 2016, 2017, are like, oh, yeah. all you Twitter people are running over here to Mastodon. <laughs> I feel like they're with RSS now because everybody's talking to RSS. Like, I never stopped using RSS. Like, not ever. Uh, Did you see that, Ira's email today? I didn't. <laughs> They're in the email that you forwarded to me. Uh, you must not have read far enough down there. Like, if you want to get the latest, subscribe to our news feed or whatever it was for their <laughs> press room. And, and I was like, oh, that's an RSS feed. Demasi probably already subscribed to it. I And that kind of is what jogged my mind. And I'm like, huh. She get leer, but instead of them pushing people to their Twitter, they're like, subscribe to our news feed or subscribe to our newsroom feed. 
Well, that shows them being, you know, a little lighter on their feet than some companies are because people still have it in their footer and like they haven't gotten around to updating it. Like, you know, people still have Google Plus in their footer. Like, this is true. This is true. I saw this on a website one day. I was like, I'm not sure I want to do business with you if nobody's <laughs> bothered to take Google Plus out. Like, it doesn't even exist anymore. It's not that nobody uses it, it does not exist. You, you can't go to, I think if I click on it, it takes me to like Google Current. I think. It takes you to Google Current, yeah. which is a, a, very slim down internal tool for businesses, right? So if you have a Google Workspace account, you have a fairly, you know, reasonably sized organization, you can use Current for like an internal news feed. But I don't think any of that is available to be exposed publicly anymore. Right, right. So, but yeah, social media is changing. Um, do you have questions or thoughts about social media? Because for me, I go to YouTube to learn and now I'm starting to post more content, teaching people stuff. And I guess it's, it's, it's where my, uh, people are because, uh, there was this one individual, I think it was Andy Frank actually, who mentioned it, that YouTube is the largest podcasting platform now. So if I'm doing podcasts, I've got to be on YouTube is, is my thoughts. I did try TikTok, and Mallory is very addicted to TikTok. Um, uh, maybe a little too much. And in order for me to get into my TikTok account, because I don't want to start all over, and maybe I should, but I don't want to start all over with TikTok, I have to download Facebook, and I don't use Facebook that much. So when Wait, I. How does get, that work? So because I use signed in with Facebook, ah. it makes me download the Facebook app because TikTok will only push you over to the Facebook app. It, it doesn't push you to the web page to sign in, unfortunately. But. Uh, so yeah, I haven't been able to browse TikTok, but that's where I go to waste time. Now I have a playlist now that Damasi taught me playlists and overcast and stuff. I have a playlist called casual listening, which unfortunately I think I've, I've casually listened a little too much to, to that. Cause now I'm down to like 50 episodes and I was at 200 the other day. Oh, well, then that's a good playlist to have. Though. I need to create something similar just for that kind of background noise. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be laser focused on it, but you know, there's some noise going on. For me with social media, like, I'm, you know, I said, one tip that I will give some people um, is, or, or give people that are interested in RSS is uh, Lyre, Lyre, L-I-R-E is a pretty good app. Um, Net Newswire on iOS is pretty accessible. It do, it's not the app that I choose to use, uh, but it's just because it doesn't work for me in the way that I want it to work. But it is free, so it's a good place to get started there. Um you can oftentimes, and I've been doing this, um, and both of those services as well as many, uh, both of those apps as well as many of the other applications available for RSS on iOS at least will sync through iCloud so you don't have to have an external feed service. I have an external feed service that I use, and primarily the reason for that is because, one, I can push newsletters into it. So mm-hmm. I forward a lot of the newsletters I get into that, into that uh, service so they show up in my RSS app. And it also allows you to subscribe to users or lists, uh, and I think even hashtags in Twitter. Uh, so if you still, if there are organizations, especially because a lot of the news companies are not going to, you know, abandon Twitter despite what's right. going on, uh, or if there are people that you're following, you know, whether they're news or not, that you know are not going to leave Twitter or not going to be on the social media platform you choose to use, one way to still follow them would be to, you know, grab that and add it to an RSS test application uh, if it supports that a lot of them do and if not very many if not all of the third party syncing services like feedbin which is what i use support that functionality which is something i'm going to tinker around with because 
there's some feeds or there are some streams from Twitter that I would like to keep up on. Yeah. And I know that information is not going to be as easily available to me elsewhere. Uh, I'm thinking hashtag ATIA 23 right now. Like I, I feel separated from what's going on in Florida because it's, it's kicking off today as we record. So maybe I need to look up Feedbin and add hashtag ATIA 23 to it. So that way I can see what's going on at that conference. Um, have you played with Vienna on the Mac? I have not played with Vienna. What is this? This is an RSS reader on the Mac that Steven uses, and I have not actually played with it. It is available in Brew, V-I-E-N-N-A, so you can just Brew install it. Um, and I haven't played with it, but now I'm going to look into Feedbin, see if it's supported on Vienna, and maybe set it up on the Mac to use it. What do you use for RSS on the Mac, or do you just consume on your phone? So I used to use ReadKit on the Mac. Um, for years I used ReadKit on the Mac. What I kind of discovered, and that may change now that I can't just quickly go look up, you know, or, or I don't have like Twitter. Cause, so my use case on the Mac, honestly, I don't read a lot. of I don't sit at my Mac to read a lot of stuff unless I'm researching or, mm. or you know, educated, education purposes. But just for informational gathering, I tend to just sit with my phone or sit with the iPad. I've been trying to force myself to use the iPad a little bit more. You're one so of those iPad users. <laughs> Uh, I actually just wiped mine the other day, so I got to set it all back up. But I have one set to the left of me today that I'm like, I should play with this. I have a keyboard. It's like having a second laptop. So I'll Kind play. of. Kind of. That's a conversation for another day. Man, <laughs> I got some ideas about that. A- Apple just needs to get their stuff together when it comes to you know what it can do and voiceover uh, support for some of these features that they're doing. But voiceover I, support in general. Mm, Tables of Ventura, Demasi. Shots fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but ReadKit was a good app. The, there is a new ReadKit 3. I don't know anything about that one. I have not downloaded it. And again, it's, it's because what I tend to do now is I don't install an app unless I'm fairly certain that I'm going to use it. So I haven't used ReadKit because I'm uh, on the Mac because I'm pretty certain that I'm not going to be reading a lot of news feeds on my Mac. Um, so for me, yeah, it is primarily phone or, or, or iOS, iPad consumption yeah. uh, of my feeds. Uh, Vienna sounds if Steven's using it it might be pretty decent one of the things I like about Lyrae is that it does its best to present you with the full text of our article inside of the app so I don't just get the summary mm-hmm. and have to bounce out yep. to the web page to read the whole thing I like that and I keep using it I won't buy the Mac app but that's a whole other conversation again I don't I probably wouldn't really use it first and foremost and right. secondarily it's uh what do they call those Catalyst app and I'm not very fond of those right now I'm going to play with a new Catalyst app and I'll share with people on our Tuesday calls, probably in the not too distant future. Uh, I think WhatsApp beta is Catalyst. Ah, WhatsApp beta. And everyone's like loving it because it's not just a web wrapper. It's an actual built app. So I'll play with it and share thoughts on it. Uh, Thanks for joining me today. Do you have anything else you want to mention about social media? Otherwise, how can people get in contact with you? Because they can't, I mean, they can follow you on Twitter, but they ain't going to get anything. No, don't follow me on Twitter. Uh, they should let you do the thing you can do on Facebook. Where, like your account's just there, but like nobody can still follow you. Like, yeah. But they're not going to do that thing. No. Um. So the best way to find me is uh, honestly go to bedrockinnovations.com. Like, <laughs> uh, no. 
I mean, for business, go to bedrockinnovations.com for sure. Uh, for just general, you know, chatter, I'm going to be honest, like probably go to yourownpay.com and just drop a message in the contact form yeah. and I'll get that. Because uh, yeah. I don't even know how to tell you to find me on Mastodon. I don't understand how it works, man. I'm an old guy. I'm too old for social media change. He is at, you can find Demasi on Mastodon if you must, at Demasi at twit.social. Yep, that's it. See, that's just Demasi too confusing. Like, is there because gonna it be... sounds like I'm giving you an email address, yep, right? Yep. Is so there somebody's going to email Demasi at twit.social, and that ain't going. Wait, no. I'm going to see what happens. If <laughs> I ain't tried it. I don't Me know. neither. I might be wrong. But I could go, and that's the thing to be a little concerned about with Mastodon, is I could go register demossi.iaccessibility.social, and then I could be Demossi if he doesn't tell people that it's not really him. Kind of concerning there. I'll touch on that while I'm testing this out at the same time. So um, that is one of the concerning factors about uh, um, Mastodon, is that you don't exist individually like you said like you could go set me up on uh was it disability.social yep or you know i i i i, I accessibility.social or yeah or you mastodon.social at twit.social yeah i mean i could do it yeah in several several places right and there are ways for you to verify that you are who you say that you are, uh, that really right now, as far as I know, and I haven't delved too deeply into this yet, because uh, as I said, I'm just starting to kind of explore Mastodon before I get down to the level of wanting to start fiddling with its inner workings. But there are ways, typically what I know right now is you can put a uh, specific code snippet or link on a website or domain that you control, and that will verify that you are you. Mm. Get a little verified check or whatever on your profile. And that still does not prevent anyone else from going to a different instances and creating a name that you use or your name or whatever. But at least when people are looking, they can see that you're verified and that one is not. Um, however, that, that that's one of the downsides to this, this, this scenario, right? There's a whole big thing about Phil Schiller joined Mastodon, right? And like news organizations were literally trying to get in touch with Phil Schiller or through, hmm. through Apple PR to find out if it's really him because anybody could have gone to Mastodon.social mm-hmm. and said they were mm-hmm. Phil Schiller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did verify it was him. That's good. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't think Phil has the ability to go... <laughs> verify himself because I don't think Apple's going to let him just put like a, a rail.b link on his uh his profile page on the Apple website. <laughs> so again, like there's that aspect of of Mastodon that is very open. It is extremely open. It is wide open. Um mm-hmm. to a certain extent that is a good thing. There there are some things that you can build upon it. Um I'm actually considering building out my own micro dot blog instant. Well, my own micro blog instance, not micro dot blog, but cause I'm not going to host it there, but hosting my own micro blog for just publishing what I'm thinking, what I'm looking at, whatever, you know, the same way that I would use Twitter. Cause I did occasionally post to Twitter, you know, or share a link over to Twitter or something like that. So, you know, people could follow that if they wanted to thinking about doing that with, with um, a micro blog. So for number one, if Mastodon works or doesn't work, I have that content myself for what I have been posting from this date forward. And two, I should be able to implement that or incorporate that with Mastodon so that it still goes out under my name without uh, 
me having to manually go over there and pub, uh, post. And ideally, if the if I understand the 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 underlying protocols correctly, uh, if someone were to reply to, let's say, I post a link to our latest episode of a show, or to or or to unmute. Mm-hmm. On my micro blog, like, hey, I was on a mute this week with with Michael, and I linked to that, and I posted on a uh, micro blog that gets syndicated out to Mastodon. Uh, if someone were to reply to that Mastodon post, it would show up in like a comment section on the micro blog. Is how I think it can work. I'm not saying it does that out of the box, but I think that is a thing that could work. So, Demasi, uh, that is amazing. And I think we're going to talk more about this. If people wanted to hear our adventures about how setting that type of thing up goes for you, where would they find that? It just bounces if you oh. try to email. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, good to know. Username. <laughs> so, I mean, it was an instant bounce, too. Like, it's over. Like, it came right back. Like, there was no hesitation. <laughs> so, None whatsoever. Yeah, Mastodon usernames are not email addresses. Uh, so, yeah, don't try emailing. Could they work. be? I mean, I guess they you could, could build be, an identity these. around your email address, which then becomes your Mastodon user. Yeah. Anyways, there there are some ways to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, again, it's very fiddly, and I haven't gotten into it yet because you know I may not want to. <laughs> so, if people are interested to hear more of our adventures with technology, trying out new things, putting them to use, and discovering what does and doesn't actually work. They could follow us, our new show, Technically Working. The trailer episode is out. You should give it a good listen. Uh, Mike did some great editing work because I was actually there for the conversation. So the the way that he put it together after the fact sounds like we did something intentionally that we did not do. So (laughs) great job from Mike. Uh, Definitely go follow technically working see that just feels weird to say that subscribe to the podcast that's the way that you get however you get podcasts you can find technically working there's no weird spellings everything is spelled the way that it is and we come up as number one right now i was surprised that show name was not taken man oh yeah because see i did the research before we picked his name man yeah imagine there imagine planning and and if you want to connect with unmute presents we are live every tuesday in acb community uh, even though other people have given me advice not to, you can go to acb.community to learn more about ACB community and at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern, join Marty and I, and sometimes Demasi live on zoom and other guests. Yes. Yes. You guys have some good guests. You had our way around on, you had the you had blind shield on too, right? We had Diane, uh, we had way, we had, Mike from way around. From way around. Yeah, Diane. Diane from and then Robert from Raz. Yeah, yeah. So, so good guess, man. I need to get some more. Yeah.